Hi, this is Jen with Bright Families. Recently, I talked with a mom who was looking at helping a couple of her kids lose some extra weight that they kind of put on probably just due to snacking and liking their bars more than they like protein. No big deal, totally solvable problem. But as we dug into this, the interesting thing was the mom's beliefs that were making her very concerned about approaching this with her kids. So for her son, she was a little less worried. For her daughter, she's thinking, this girl's already getting shamed by her peers because girls are like that. And what will her life be like if she's overweight? She will always struggle with this. It's not fair that she has to start paying attention at a young age when other kids don't have to pay attention at all. I feel bad for her that she even has to think about this, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, of course, these beliefs were making it, these thoughts were making it much more challenging for this mom to just get in there and figure it out with a positive mindset. And I'm not sugarcoating the challenge of changing family eating patterns or helping a kid lose a significant amount of weight. It takes time, takes some discipline and systems, but it is a solvable problem, particularly if your food budget is not really a consideration. Not once in this conversation did she say, we can't afford fruit, we can't afford expensive, interesting protein sources. That was not the problem. So what came out is that she was that kid that was skinny, didn't eat very much. Her family didn't buy very interesting or very nutritious food. And so she's tried to buy healthy food for her kids, but she's a little bit at a loss for how they have ended up heavy just in the last year or two. And we talked about food creep, you know, how the, the funnest, crunchiest, snackiest things will often get eaten first by the kids who have less ability to tune into their hunger and fullness cues. And if you give a whole family of kids the same options, they're going to choose different things and some of the kids might end up heavier and some of them might end up underweight and some of them will end up just right. And those of you who've seen big families have probably seen this play out. But I think we make a mistake when we feel bad for those kids who have to start paying attention earlier. This is not some kind of life sentence to being overweight or to even obsessing about your food. The people I know who were heavier kids, heavier teens, a little on the softer, pudgier side, they just started figuring it out sooner. And by the time you get to the 20-year college reunion, they are no heavier than the people who were thin without any work through high school, through college, and maybe into their late 20s before their metabolism started to shift. So no amount of exercise as a young kid guarantees that you will have a great body at 30. That's not how this works. Conversely, being an overweight young kid, when you're 10, 
because you're hitting puberty, you're putting on weight, you're stressed, you read more books than you exercise, any number of reasons why this can happen, does not mean that you will be an overweight 30-year-old. This comes down to your daily routines and the systems you put into place. It is also not true, since we were particularly talking about her daughter, that even being 10 to 20 pounds overweight through your teen and college years will affect your life that much. We all know those people who were a little little heavier, a little softer. It did not affect them getting married. It did not affect them getting jobs. If you present yourself in a put-together way, with confidence, with appropriate clothing, within a certain weight range, it kind of doesn't matter. There are also a huge number of guys who do not find thinner girls more attractive. So again, that is a belief that is going to give you more sleepless nights as a mom than it's probably worth. Now, on the food habit side, the other things we talked about were portion control, right? Some kids have very little instinctive portion control and some kids have tiny stomachs. So you're cajoling them to eat more. And when I think about my siblings growing up, we had our various, some of us had more sweet tooth than others. Some of us ran really thin. Some of us ran kind of pudgy. And probably just one out of the eight of us was always in the right sweet spot where he just always looked exactly the right size. Just one. (laughs) And he was not the healthiest in other respects. And the interesting thing is that now that me and my siblings are all adults, you know, 28 and up, the people who were pudgier kids are not necessarily pudgier adults. The people who were thinner kids are not necessarily thinner adults. Everyone is within a normal weight range. Some The most fit person, the person who looks like an actor, that level of fitness, you could, you know, be in your swimsuit shirtless anytime, is one of the ones who was pudgy as a kid until he was about 12 or 13. And then he got on the track team, started paying attention to his food, just kind of dialed it in. And now he's 36, he still looks terrific. But he would not be one to say that it was a drawback to have to start paying attention to it earlier. If anything, by the time he got to be in college and he was 18, 19 and really wanting to put in muscle, the fact that he was already in the habit of paying attention to protein, watching his carbs to make sure they were moderate, um, just made it easier for him to tweak his nutrition and put on muscle really quickly when he wanted to be very focused in the gym. So that belief that having to pay attention early is a huge life downside, I think is simply untrue. When I talk to moms who've had to break the soda habit at 30 versus people who had to break it at 13, I'm glad I'm not breaking it at 30. I'm glad I had to break it when I was younger. I'm glad I had to start watching my sugar when I was younger. I never got acne. My weight kind of eased into the normal range, although I still had to pay attention to certain things. But it was actually a blessing for me 
to have to pay attention earlier when I had more brain power to spare than when I had three or four kids and if I had never paid attention to nutrition before and I had a lot more on my plate and then I started to have to pay attention, that has its own downsides. So there's no, there's no perfect thing about this. I just don't want moms feeling unnecessarily sorry for their kids if they have to pay attention and be more intentional about what they eat. I also don't want moms to believe that their children will have terrible future lives and will miss out on all sorts of opportunities just because they have a little extra weight. For so many sports, for so many things that you'd like to try, all the fun things of traveling, a little extra weight is not a make or break issue. It's usually not a make or break issue for dating. And as a side note, do you want the guy who only likes you because you are a certain size? Probably not. Or do you want the person that is seeing the more realistic version of you? And if you are always going to be a little on the softer side, or you'll have to care a lot more than you really do, then maybe it's just better to present that actual (laughs) realistic version of yourself if you're just, you know, a little bit on in that higher end of the normal range. Again, I have rarely heard a guy honestly say that this was the deal breaker for them. You know, when we assess people, it's kind of a whole package thing. And in terms of your daughter's confidence or your son's confidence, there are so many sports and activities that you can find for them to do, which encourage them to be active and fit, which is great but also where weight is no consideration at all. There are so many sports where your weight has nothing to do with how well you can perform. And so pick those. Don't pick ballet for your daughter who has 30 or 40 pounds to lose. But gymnastics might be fine, depending on the studio. Horse riding would be fine. Nobody cares. They put you on a bigger horse. It does not matter. It's about your skill in managing the horse. I would imagine that sports like archery doesn't matter. Um, Even things like something like rock climbing where, you know, it is nice to be lean. It's not critical to be lean. Even in a sport like rock climbing, a lot of it is decision making, focus, Speed? Can you make fast decisions before you run out of steam? Because even lean people run out of steam on the side of a mountain. Um, I've had people <laughs> 50 pounds heavier than me pass me in 5Ks, 10Ks. They are clearly more cardio adapted than I am. And so there are just so many places where it does not matter. That my hope is, as a parent, you're holding the big picture for your kids. And you are showing them all the places where it doesn't matter and all the ways in which their life is excellent, while also acknowledging that, yeah, there's a little extra weight there, and you're going to help them figure it out. And you're going to try some things. You're going to cut out the extra carbs. You're going to help them move more. You're going to walk the dog. You're the adult holding kind of the big picture of what needs to be done. And I think it's fair to be honest with even a young kid to say, yeah, yeah, 
you have some extra weight, if they're bringing it to you, they're self-conscious about it, I don't think there's any reason to sugarcoat it and only say you're perfect the way you are. I think you can distinguish between their personality, their growth as a human being, and their food habits, which are reflected in their physique. And you don't have to, you're not shaming them to say, yeah, it seems like you must have been eating a little differently than what your body needs. And well, let's figure out, let's figure out what's the best mix for you. Everybody's body needs something a little different and we'll figure out what is going to help you feel your best and probably look a little differently. So I hope this has been helpful to reflect on if you're finding yourself in this position with that teenager or even younger who's a little self-conscious or you're self-conscious for them. It's an awkward time anyway and a little extra weight is not helping. But even more than that, your thoughts and your beliefs about what that means for that kid's life might not be helping either. So if you can think of people you know who were maybe heavier kids, lean adults, or maybe they still have a little extra weight and their life is completely fine, and they do sports and they do fun things and they travel and they do all the things you want to do, then I hope that that can help you feel more positive and keep the big picture in mind as you guide your child through some of the systems and habits that will help them get more towards their ideal weight. This is Jen with Bright Families. Take care. Reach out anytime.